left his heavenly throne on high, came to earth in lowly fashion, for to love, to heal, to die. Shepherds knelt before his presence, angels sang about his birth. Jesus Christ, God's Son incarnate, brought salvation to are much colder here than they are back east. There. Very good. Now, one more request, girl. May I, how do you say it, borrow your eyesight? Well, I have work to do downstairs in the inn, Your Grace, but I'll come back for you whenever you wish. Nonsense. Nonsense. The innkeeper would not wish you to leave a guest up on the rooftop alone. And he would not wish you to do such a disservice to a foreign dignitary, would he? Well, I suppose I could stay for a little while. Good, good, good. Now, tell me, do we have an unobstructed view of the sky from the rooftop? Yes, sir. Place my hand on the North Star. That one I know. Excellent, excellent. The Pole Star is most valuable if you wish to navigate uh, your way in the world. Tell me, what do you see in the western sky? I don't know the names, Your Grace. For shame. For shame. But no matter. During the days of my visit, I will teach you all about the stars. We will have lessons each night, and I will teach you the names of the constellations. Notice there. You see the three stars? Can you see three stars that make an arc? That is the northern crown. I see only an ocean, black, inlaid with diamonds. Same as ever. Same as ever, yes. Now, I must ask you this, and this is very important. Straight above us, is there a blue-colored star twice as bright and twice as large as any of the others? None brighter than the rest, Your Grace. Sad. I thought perhaps on my return to Bethlehem, but... Is not to be. All my other friends are here each night, all but one, the precious one, my lost star. But I'll never forget how it led us each night tracking westward until we came here. Your Grace, I'm sorry, but it is very cold out here, even right here by the fire. Should we not go down into the inn? 
If you cannot stand the cold air to study the library of the sky, how, what kind of uh, astronomer will you become? A warm one by the fire. What's your name, child? Esther, sir. Esther. I like that. Well, well, Esther, when I was a young man and I made my first pilgrimage here to Judea, I heard one of your scrolls read, and it said, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night uh, showeth knowledge. There is no voice nor language where the voice is not heard. That's right. You know it then. That is the Psalm of David, and Bethlehem is the city of David. Then you understand why it's so important to study the stars. When I first heard that, I knew I had to set those words to heart. And I felt as if those were written just for me. There are other scriptures I could show you, Your Grace, some even more precious to my heart. But not here, not now. It is dangerous to speak of certain scriptures. I could take you to the elder in Jerusalem, though, who could show you all the wonders of God's word. It is only the psalm of the heavens that captures my heart. I feel closer to my lost star tonight than I have for years. It never dims in my mind's eye. It tracked westward night after night. My brothers and I followed it until we came here and saw the child who was born to be king. Be me, be
if what you say is so, then you're one of the great wise men of the East. I've heard that story all my life about how great men traveled here from far away to see Jesus the Christ, I mean, the Messiah. But it sounded so magical, I hardly believed it. Great men, you say? Rich men with caravans of camels as far as the eye could see. And chariots made completely of gold. Their names were Belshazzar, Melchior, and Caspar. That's me. You were one of the great wise men? Did you travel in a chariot of gold? We traveled in a chariot, but it was not of gold. And there were many, many camels, but not as far as the eye can see. That is, how do you say it? An exaggeration. But uh, we did travel until we came to a humble abode. And there we found the mother, who was very kind, and her husband, who was a quiet and humble man. Your Grace, could you, that is, did you, did you see him that night? I did. You saw the face of Jesus. I held him in these arms, in his swaddling clothes, and his hair cropped close to his head, his dark eyes serious, his little hand and his fingers stretched out to my face, so close that I could see the lines and the wrinkles and the grooves on his hand. It was amazing, but no more amazing than any other infant. All life is precious, child. We, we, uh, gave, we presented our gifts and set them before him, and we worshipped him, and we were glad. We were so glad, my brothers and I, for the star who had led us to the child king.
twisted chain of fine gold, the finest gold in the basket of gifts. Is that like the one that you gave to him? Very much like it. And when I see him again, a grown man now, when I see him again, I will worship him again with the finest of gold. Oh, but your grace. Well, that's why I've come. When, we, when I was here last, we had to return with great haste to our own country. And we spent no time with him. But this time, I will spend much time with him. A king whose birth is proclaimed in the stars must be of supreme importance. I will see him. I will speak with him. And I will worship him again. Your grace, there is someone at the roof. There is so much I must tell you about the king, but not now. There's fear in your voice, girl. Please, your grace, there's... He's almost to the fire pot. Please, your grace, please. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, friend. The wind is much colder up here on the roof than it is down on the street. It is, but this is the perfect place to study the stars. The stars, you say? May I ask, how does a blind man study the stars? Well... This servant girl is studying the stars for this wise man, and I'm teaching her the names of the constellations. You're not from around here, are you? I'm not. I am from Persia. What part? Due east, across the desert, a fortnight's journey on camel. Ah, then those are your camels I saw down at the stable. They are. Fine-looking animals. May I ask what's brought you so far? I've come to seek an old acquaintance. In Bethlehem. Why, I probably know them. I know most families between here and Jerusalem. I sell fruit so I get to know people all over. What's the name? You, you probably don't know him. He's a grown man now, nearly 40. The name? His name? His name is Jesus. Do you know the name? Shh! Where do you imagine you are, old man? How dare you speak that name? No, I don't want trouble more than anyone else. Don't let that name come out of your mouth again while you're in Judea. That's all I have to say. I I don't understand. Well, maybe you can understand this. I personally saw a man stoned to death not five miles from this very spot for stirring things up in the public marketplace about, about the one whose name must not be spoken. Sir, stoned to death? As sure as I'm standing here. Now, maybe you haven't kept up on events, or maybe you know more than you're letting on. But this is Judea. Jews have been living here for thousands of years. And we don't take kindly to public blasphemers of our God. Does that make clear enough sense to you? I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend. Well, apology accepted. Listen, in my business, I have to get along with all sorts. And I don't want to bring you trouble. I'll leave it at that. But steer clear of the crowd that follow the Nazarene. Will you do that? I will. It's cold out. I'll say my prayers and go down. Your prayers. Every devout man I know prays daily for the peace of Jerusalem. That's the day when Messiah truly comes to save the people, as the Torah foretells. Then there will be peace. That's why I spoke so strongly to you about the one who shall not be named. If he had been the Messiah, there would be peace, and the Romans would be gone. But there is no peace. But, as the Torah foretells... The Messiah will come, and that's the day that I await.
Messiah will come. We've been praying for thousands of years, and each year it doesn't seem as though the world can get any worse, but then each new Roman governor finds new ways to control and dominate our lives. It can't go on forever, and it's always darkest before the dawn. He may come tomorrow. Sir, the water's frozen solid, and I can't break the surface. Just as well. I'll draw from the jars downstairs. Good evening to you. Good night to you, sir. Oh, and a word to the wise Persian. Forget you ever heard of the one whose name must not be spoken. You'll have a much smoother stay in Judea. Sir, may I ask you a question? What is it, girl? I, too, am a Jew. Yes. And I was just wondering, when the Messiah comes, what must we be willing to do for him? Why, anything he commands, he'll be the sent one. We'll all follow him. He'll rule with a rod of iron. But what if what the Messiah asks us to do could cost us something. What if, what if it's dangerous? When the king of Israel comes, I would gladly lay down my life for him, and every devout man I know would do the same. He shall be my king. I agree with you. I know what I must do. I'm sorry, Lord Casper. What do you mean? What is it, child? I cannot stand here and deny my Lord or act as though I haven't heard what you have said. The Messiah has come. He's Jesus the Christ, and I have put my faith in him. So that's what it is. You two are up here where decent folk can't hear your talk. You say you're a Jew, but you're not. You're a traitor to your people and a fool to follow a false prophet. Blasphemer, your words will cost you something that's certain. When the innkeeper hears about this tomorrow, you'll be out on the street. And a warning to you, old man. Beware lest the blind lead the blind to destruction. Esther, why did you speak so freely when you knew the threats that he'd made? Lord Casper, you say you came to seek the king. Well, he is my king, and I have put my faith in him. There is another scripture that you might also wish to learn. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that lead many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. 
Jerusalem? He is with his fa- he is at his father's house, and he told those who followed him that he was preparing mansions for him. Well, where is his father's house? Can I follow him there? Your Grace, the baby you saw nearly forty years ago, that baby was not only the king of the Jews, he was the son of God, and he's gone to his father's house in heaven. You speak in mystery, child. In heaven? You mean he's dead? Seven years ago in Jerusalem, he died. How did he die so young? What happened? The Roman soldiers took him and tortured him and spat on him and crucified him on a place called the Place of the Skull. You mean they executed him like a common criminal? Yes, but he never did anything wrong. They found him innocent. Well, how did the Romans allow such an injustice? The temple leaders hated him, just like the merchant. They called him blasphemer. But Jesus never stopped being the light of the world, even on the cross where they put him to die. He asked his Father in heaven to forgive those who hung him there. Well, how can I follow him? You simply admit that you're a sinner, repent of your sins, and ask him to be your Savior. But I am not a sinner. As heaven is my witness, from the day I first saw the star until now, my life has been a righteous life. I have served others. My religion has been my life. Begging your pardon, Lord Casper, but that's not what Jesus said. My life has been a life of nobility and virtue. I cannot admit to any sin when I have none in my heart. Lord Casper, Jesus said there is no one righteous, no, not one. Such as I. 
precious star, but I have lost the king who the star proclaims. I should have never come. I've made trouble for you. I am completely empty. And I have failed utterly in my quest. But Lord Casper, you haven't heard the whole story. The cross wasn't the end for Jesus. His enemies wouldn't be so bitter if the cross were all. They wrapped him in spices and sealed him in a new tomb. And Lord Casper, I've told this a hundred times at least, and I never know quite how to put it. But on the third day, he rose again. You speak in mysteries, child. What do you mean? He, he rose again on the third day. And not only that, he appeared all over the country many times to, to people all over the country, telling them how they could follow him when he returned to heaven. Well, how can you follow him? You simply admit that you're a sinner, repent of your sins, and ask Jesus to forgive you. Again, this is not what I envisioned. I came to be a seeker of the king. And you can go back home a follower of the king. Lord Casper, didn't you believe me when I told you that Jesus died and rose again on the third day? I cannot doubt what you said, child, about Jesus. You risked too much to tell me the story of, of Jesus. But it's not what I envisioned. Lord Casper, Jesus doesn't want your gold. He only wants one thing from you, a repentant heart. And if you'll bow the knee to God, then he will, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. That, Jesus said that God so loves the world so much that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life through Jesus the Lord. You see, Lord Casper, that's why Jesus came to give the world the greatest gift that has ever been given.
I wandered in the dark of night, seeking the newborn king. And when my eyes beheld his star, my heart began to sing. It led me to the holy child. My gifts I freely gave, but all my wisdom and my gold, my soul could never save, my soul could never save. child, that, that man before, he said, beware lest the blind lead the blind to destruction. But now I believe that it's he who could not see. What can he do to harm you? Well, he'll probably see that I lose my place of service here. But not to worry. God will provide my needs. Dare we go downstairs and see? Well, we'll have to sometime or we'll freeze. Child, I want you to have this from the old wise man who you didn't believe could be true. No, it's too much. No, I insist that you have it. But hide it well. I don't think our friend would be too happy if he knew that the old Persian gave the young follower of Christ a gift more valuable than all of his camels. It's too generous. No, it's you who've been generous to me. Lord Casper, I will never forget this night. It's a miracle. And even if I lose my place of service, now that you have found now that you have received Christ into your heart, the day star has risen in your heart. The day star, child? The elder in Jerusalem, Peter's his name, you'd like him, your grace. He's fond of saying that when a sinner hears the good news of Jesus and responds, it's like a light has shined in a dark place. The day star has risen in your heart. The day star. Yes, Lord Casper, the bright morning star. He's risen in your heart. So, I have not lost my precious star after all. It's not out there. 
it's in here. And it's more precious and more permanent than the star that these eyes beheld so many years ago.